Right now, switch your family to T-Mobile and get four lines for $25 a line with AutoPay and 5G access included on America's largest 5G network. So don't wait. Get unlimited and nationwide 5G access for the whole family for just $25 a line. Visit a T-Mobile store or T-Mobile.com today. Plus taxes and fees. Customers may notice lower speeds and further reduction if using over 50 gigs a month due to data prioritization. Video at 480p. Unlimited while on our network. Qualifying credit for plus lines required. Capable device required for 5G. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain features. See T-Mobile.com. What's up, everybody? This is Scott Yeager here for another edition of Challenge Mania, coming to you from New Zealand. I'm here for a few more days. This episode is brought to you by On Your Own. On Your Own is a personal finance blog that provides free and unbiased information, not biased information like the kind I give you, that anyone can understand. Check out onyourown.org slash challengemania to learn more. It's a great free resource that will empower you to make better financial decisions. That's onyourown.org slash challengemania. And we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. All right, but you didn't come for me, even though I came all the way from New Zealand. You came for D. So on the line right now, as soon as he finds his tennis shoes, Mr. Derek Kaczynski, what's up, dude? You find those tennis shoes? Uh, yeah, yeah. I actually, I actually did a throwback earlier today at the gym and, and found my old CrossFit shoes because I'm, I'm back at the gym. I got this, uh, I got this, uh, you know, this, this little injury that I'm just, eh, hiding, not hiding for, for a while here. You know about it. I don't talk about it too much, but I'm back at it again. I put the old school kicks on. I'm feeling good, my man. Feeling good, especially after this finals. Final was nuts. And guess what? Haha, I know you like the drama, buddy, but you missed it on Twitter. I, or did you see it on Twitter? It was fucking chaos. I felt like I was in a riot. I've been doing my best to stay off social media whenever possible. Um, we are also a day and I think oh, three quarters of a day ahead of you guys. So like right now we're recording this. It is 1 p.m. Saturday while you are recording it. I'm recording it at 7 a.m. on Sunday. <clears throat> So there's a bit of that. It also took me a while to be able to sit down and watch the finale. But I did see bits here and there, people referring to the finale, a lot of the drama, as you said. That's why I made the tennis shoe joke. It's funny, without having seen the finale, I could put together a lot of the stuff. You know, you see Natalie and Joss going back and forth, Veronica commenting on the finale, Jemmy weighing in, Marie with her highlight clips. But I didn't understand all the references to the tennis shoes. It made no sense to me. I'm like, how does this play? And then I'm watching the episode, and I had kind of forgotten about it. And at the end there, after Hunter's had the money taken from him, and he's just furious, and all he wants are his shoes so he can get out of this cave that they're in. But he keeps calling them tennis shoes, which I call them sneakers. I don't call them tennis shoes, but some people do call them tennis shoes. Um, and it was just so adamant. Where are my tennis shoes? Where are my tennis shoes? Um, so that was the one I could not put together via context clues. So I'm glad I actually got to see the final reckoning. And on that note, um, that final, final reckoning episode that we all watched and that everyone has something to say about, um, that is what this episode is going to be entirely about. Now, this is going to start as a patron only podcast for our dedicated patrons to enjoy this weekend. 
And then while I am flying back from New Zealand, which takes about a day and a half, um, this is going to go live on iTunes for everyone else to enjoy. You know, having not really been a part of the conversation on social media, everyone having a billion questions, myself included, um, I thought this was a good way to uh, put our thoughts and concerns out there for the world to hear. So this will be the first iTunes episode for us, everyone this week, and then hopefully we'll have some more at the end of this week because this Thursday is our one-year anniversary. Um, we have a very special episode planned for that, and we are going to have the guests start rolling in to discuss this controversial finale and this controversial down-the-stretch run here on The Final Reckoning. You saw Tony wants to come on, Johnny wants to come on. Now that this finale is aired, who knows who wants to come on from this group of eight people because they all played a part in this thing and have all weighed in on social media. But as you know, Challenge Mania is officially the place to come and air your dirty or your clean laundry. So, D, uh, why don't we kick it off with me just asking you, you mentioned all the drama on, on Twitter. What, what were you referring to there? What kind of jumped out at you as being the most interesting part of this week-long narrative that stemmed from this big newsworthy finale? Well, my biggest takeaway, to be completely honest with you, after everyone, uh, you know, whether they agreed with Ashley or not, um, you know, believe it or not, you know, there was a lot of people, you know, backing up Ashley, you know, with her move. Uh, we saw the comments made by, by Hunter. Um, it looks like it's going to sort of come, come, come to play at the reunion. Uh, and I don't know if you saw the clip on at Challenge MTV's uh, handles, but they asked they ask Hunter what his thoughts were on the, on the words he used, you know, about slut shaming, quote unquote, slut shaming and the words he used uh, towards her family. Um, that comes out to play CT backs him up a little bit. And, uh, you know, Hunter sort of goes quiet. You know what I mean? It was almost like, you know, pop, big, big Papa had, had spoken and Hunter was like, yeah, maybe I should just say, I'm sorry. And he said, I was sorry. And then he was like, I said, I was sorry on Twitter which I don't think helped his case too much. Um, so, but, but uh, with, with that being said, you know, Big Papa speaks up, CT speaks up, but we also have the female version of not Big Papa, but like the Queen V, you know, the Queen B, one of the queens of the challenge, Veronica comes out and speaks out and fucking blasts everybody. She takes sides, blasts people, and that was kind of my, my, my biggest takeaway, you know. Um, you know, after, after the tweeple, had picked, their, had chosen their sides, whether it was Hunter or Ashley, and I thought it was fairly divided. Scott, um, you, you, you hear, you hear CT at the reunion, and you hear Veronica fucking blast off, bombs away. So I, I thought it was great to hear from like the OGs as being like almost like the final answer, which isn't the final answer. It's more of just uh, you, you know fuel to our fire and, and stuff for us to break down here at Challenge Mania. Yeah, we uh, we went ahead and got a ton of questions from our patrons because they were dying to share their thoughts on this and, and also get ours. So we're going to get to a bunch of those. As I mentioned, this is starting as a patron-only podcast. All season long, D and I, after these Final Reckoning episodes, would come on here and do Reckoning reviews. We would deep dive into the episode as a whole. We would take questions from the patrons. And a lot of that stuff, unless we were having a weekly guest on the show, like, for instance... After the whole Devin and Johnny thing, we had Devin on. That episode was primarily about 
that episode of the Final Reckoning that week. That's, you know, not the commonplace here. A lot of the times we'll have a veteran on. We'll have someone who got eliminated early, and we'll, we'll talk about their whole career. We'll talk about the challenges as a whole. So if you like these long-form deep dives into one episode of the Final Reckoning, we are going to continue to do them. We'll do them through the, uh, obviously, we have the, the reunion here, which I believe might be two parts. We'll have the CT wedding two two-week special and then season 33. We continue to do those over at patreon.com slash challenge mania. Maniac level patrons and above get the bonus content, which this is an example of. However, because it is the final reckoning review, see, it's the final reckoning review. I guess you could put two finals in there. It's the final, final reckoning review. Um, We are going to put it up on iTunes as well for you guys to enjoy and get a taste. Since I left for New Zealand, we have had quite a bit of new patrons sign up and all of them have probably been sitting on the edge of their seats waiting for their shout out and unfortunately since we pre-taped the Adam episode we pre-taped the Scott and D episode all these patrons who came in after that haven't gotten their shout out yet so here we go going to shout out some serious new patronage um, and it is a pretty long list but here we go uh, Alex Valesia, Ryan Lena Wright Malik 516 What Up Snell Alicia McCormick, Jenny Phillips, Jenny Phipps, I should say, Jenny Phipps, Jeremy Floyd, Bailey Thiel, Katie Wood, Jackie Campbell, Avon Leah Martin, Melissa Raidmaker, Abdallah Ali, Jen B, Joe Lundberg, Bill, Chris Martin, Nicole Jacobs Roberts, Frank Valdez, Raina Ashby, Melanie Lang, Carrie Reen, David Jones, Nicole Buchler, Alyssa Garza, Megan Hayden, George Karras, Wendy Hasser. Thank you guys so much for becoming Challenge Mania patrons. We really appreciate it. We hope you dig the bonus content. And uh, this is a bit of a hybrid episode because typically, I should say, our patron-only podcasts that go up on the Patreon are ad-free. There are no ads in those podcasts because we are doing this one And I'm not going to lie, spoiler alert, I don't have the time here in New Zealand to edit an ad-free version for them and then put in the ads for you guys on iTunes. So patrons, I hope you bear with us. There will be some ads throughout this podcast, but I think you'll agree with me that uh, whatever got the final reckoning review up quicker um, was the way to go because we know all you guys have a lot to say about it. D, what do you think about this? I mean, I know you just kind of went into the Twitter wars a little bit. Why don't I just kind of briefly you know, in layman's terms, lay out what happened in this finale. It felt like it went by in, I don't know about you, maybe it was because I watched it without commercials. This thing felt like it went by in 20 minutes. It was jam-packed, and it felt like it just flew by. Um, It was a four-team finale. There were a couple different heats. They get dropped out of a helicopter. They got to do some running. All of them do pretty well, except Natalie, who goes off to the right, which is supposed to stay left. It's ironic, actually, here in New Zealand, you drive on the left side of the road, something I've been doing for two weeks now, but does get a little funky when you get just get put dumped into a car. You're on the right side of the car, used to being on the left, and you have to stay in the left lane where your tendencies are like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay in the right lane. So they actually have a sticker on every dashboard of every car that says, stay left. And I think Natalie might have needed one of those on her helmet or something like that or on her wrist because she did not. She goes right and costs them that first running challenge. Um, then we had a uh, the, the next challenge, I believe, was them being hoisted up onto some pedestals where 
in order, the order in which they dropped added time to their collective times. Um, what we saw here that a lot of people have been clinging to, which I think is very interesting, is you saw, you know, Cara and Marie fall off almost instantly, but the other three teams there are hanging up there while it's raining, and they start making deals with each other. This isn't something you see on the challenge, but you do see it on Big Brother all the time. And these endurance challenges, they start making deals. They promise not to vote each other out. They promise to give them things. They pro- you know, things like that where they're like, hey, none of us want to be up here all night. Let's promise not to throw the grenades at each other. They do that. That comes into play later. Um, they also then have an eating challenge. Um, apparently there was some sort of a puzzle challenge that we didn't see. We'll get to that later as well. We have another run and then we get back to this cave where they have to walk on hot coals, which they had some pretty cool slow-mo shots of it. But other than that, it looked kind of easy other than Sylvia and Joss who had to do it after unshackling themselves from a couple of, um, locks that they had to search and find the key. It cost them some extra time there. And that grenade was thrown to them by Paulie and Natalie, who had promised earlier in the race not to do it. That goes back to that deal I told you about. Again, these are the big brother competitors who both probably came up with the idea of striking the deal. And also, if you watch Big Brother, people on Big Brother, they go back on these deals all the time. Um, And so we find out that the winners here, time-wise, collectively, were Ashley and Hunter but that Ashley had actually beaten Hunter by 31 seconds collectively. Now, I, I actually looked into this. I asked somebody who, who knew. And so apparently all of the other parts of this challenge were, were team-timed except the races. So really what it boils down to here is that there were two parts where they ran, and I guess maybe the helicopter part, sure, but the helicopter part, as we saw, Hunter fell down. So he went way, for, he went way quicker than Ashley because he fell for the bottom third of the helicopter. But those two races, apparently collectively, Ashley had a 31-second better time than Hunter on those two races. So that's what it ends up coming down to. Ashley gets the decision, do you want to keep the million dollars or do you want to split it with Hunter? She says, you know what? Hunter's been uh, you know, digging on me all season. He slut-shamed me, her term, not mine. Um, he threatened my family. And I'm not going to lie, the editors, the, the challenge gods had that tape on tap and they went right to it and they show you every moment along the way here that night where Hunter was obviously very upset and verbatim used the word she used, did threaten her family, said he was going to come after them if, if, if she got in the way of his million dollars. And then there were some other OTF clips where they'd be standing there before or after a challenge, just the two of them standing there. And he would, you know, mention her condescendingly and say that she didn't want to be here, or that he didn't like her and this and that. And they cut all these together in a little montage of hate, if you will, and then cued Ashley up to say what we all knew she was going to say, which was, I'm taking the money. And Hunter just goes ballistic. Uh, everyone there seemed to be pretty shocked. It seemed like the other three teams felt like they were going to share it. Um, Hunter finds his tennis shoes finally, and then he's off to the races. Ashley is our winner of the million dollars. Everyone else goes home empty-handed. But technically, Ashley and Hunter are our winners of the final reckoning here. Anything I left out, D? Uh, no, but but are they? But 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 are they? Are they, quote-unquote, they, the winners? You know, like we, we had... Sarah on the podcast and we definitely, you know, in my head, I was like, fuck, you really did win the challenge. You, you really do have another championship under your belt. You really did win it. But then, and I, and I, and I have, have had this conversation with Hunter also. And I'm like, you really did win this thing. Like this is, you, you have a win under your belt, 
But then I thought about it again. And the winner apparently won by 31 seconds, which Hunter probably had about a 31-second jump start. Uh, I mean, a, a fall start from that helicopter, which is unbelievable that that he was, uh, you know, still okay. You know, is are they, they really the winners? You know, I think that's another, you know, debate in itself. But uh, overall, you know, I, I haven't really looked through my notes too much to, to see if you left anything out. I think that was a pretty good uh, description of everything. I think uh, a lot of people were really pissed off about how, you know, the short the final was, you know. And uh, before I get going with everything else, I want to thank you um, for getting up early and, and, and get, making this reckoning review happen. And to all the shot, uh, to all the patrons, you shouted out because we appreciate you. Sometimes putting these, uh, these, these podcasts together are almost like Mission Impossible. I mean... My man's in fucking New Zealand right now, uh, you know, with a, a pregnant missus making this happen at like six in the morning. So uh, shout out to everyone that supports us and, and to you too, Scott, wherever you want to go from this. Um, I know I'm a rambler ah! <laughs> like that. Well, uh, yeah, let me, there's, you, a, there's a lot. There, there's a lot. There's a lot in here. Let's start with that. OK, when when there's a team challenge like this, but someone takes the money. So there's only two we can refer to. But but Johnny and Sarah. One, Rivals three, Johnny then takes the money. That's the clip they always show. That's what we remember. This past week, Ashley and Hunter win. Ashley takes the money. Um, do you feel like that the that history is kind of unfair to the Sarahs and the Hunter of the world and the Hunters of the world when it comes down to the fact that I mean, let's be honest, when you break out some of these winnings of some of these other seasons, some people who were on some of these group seasons and won, they didn't win a million dollars. You know, they won 30 grand here. If you go to the challenge wiki and you can read the total winnings, not everyone came out of these shows a millionaire for winning, but yet people still remember those as wins. I do feel like in these seasons, people kind of just in the back of their mind, look at Hunter as having lost. Um, how do you think about that? Do you put money first or do you put when, you know, in a separate category, do you in the back of your mind now look at Hunter as this guy who hurt his wrist last year, came up really short on dirty 30, couldn't even compete on vendettas because of the wrist and now won a challenge within the same year, because that's how I look at it. But I do know it's hard to take that sour taste out of your mouth where the fact that he didn't take any of the money home. Um, where do you, as a competitor, how would you look at it? If you were in his shoes right now, did you win the final reckoning or not? Well, that's that's why I cannot wait to hear from Hunter, uh, from Joss, from Marie, from uh, you know, uh, from uh, who else? From, uh, hopefully, uh, who, who did I miss there? Who, who did I miss there? Joss, Marie, uh, Hunter, Natalie, Pauly. Uh, that like I can't I can't wait to hear those sides because they all have different sides of this. You know what I mean? Um, but for me, just to answer that question. Uh, you know, who won, who didn't, uh, I'd have to put myself in their shoes. That, that's my point here, okay? I can't wait to hear from them and what, like, Hunter thinks of, you know, whether he won or not. You know, whether, uh, you know, these other people, had it gone, had 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 Marine Kara used the grenade, which way, you know, the, the, the winner would have went, you know what I mean? So there was a lot of intangibles, and there's a lot of luck to this shit. I'm, I, I can't stress it enough, man. This is the luck of the draw, you know what I mean? A, a lot of times, you know, they got lucky. One person throws a grenade at another, so they're throwing it at them. And then the one team that could have used a grenade that could have, you know, that finished in fourth place, who could have been the game changer, who could have been the spoiler, 
the spoilers that we love to see during playoff season or when teams are tr- trying to get into the playoffs and you've got that shitty team that knocks off your Chicago Cubs and you're like, fuck, they spoiled our playoff chances. That could have been, you know, the, the, the Cara and Marie fans spoiling it for, you know, for Hunter and Ashley. You know, that could have been them. You know, so I cannot wait to hear each one's individual uh, thought process. But if you're going to ask me from a competitor standpoint, I'm going to stand by Hunter uh, when I'm on Hunter's side, okay? I'm going to stand by Ashley when I'm on Ashley's side, okay? Um, you know, when I look at it down the middle and I start thinking, fuck, they won it. But there is an, one individual winner that they're saying won by 31 seconds, okay? And it was her decision whether they won or not, okay? It was her decision whether she was going to be the new queen, be the challenge. But why was it her she decision? Was be it's able not to her. On Carl one-on-one. Hold on, hold on. I know, I don't want you to get too biased here, okay? Because I'm really getting into it, Scott. Whether Ashley or Cara are the queen bees of the challenge or still Veronica holds the throne after all these years, Scott. Yeah, but for instance, what you just said is, you know, Ashley winning by 31 seconds gave her the right to make the decision if they split the money or not. Without Hunter contributing to their collective time, she is not a co-winner or a sole winner. So, you know, when it when it bogs down to it, it uh, you know, it's a very interestingly constructed format in the sense that it takes two to get to the end, but then among those two, one person ultimately gets to decide the fate of those two. So Hunter said something at the end. You know, he's breaking down. He's looking for his tennis shoes. He's clearly upset. He apologizes to the other teams for not throwing the challenge, right? Now, throwing challenges is something that has never really been put on the table on screen. People have theorized whether people have done it in the past during eliminations. Um, Now, in this instance, though, how do you feel about that? Because Hunter alluded to it wasn't like, hey, I'm going to throw the final because I like you guys. It was I'm going to throw the final because I know it doesn't matter whether I win it or not. She is not going to split it with me. What's interesting there is had he beaten her time. Now, that's the thing. It came down to these two races. If he, I guess, knew that she finished each of those races 15, 16 seconds ahead of him or whatever. So in the back of his mind, he knows that she's going to have the cards in her hand and she can decide, then sure, maybe he could have found a way down the road there to, to take it out of their hands. How do you feel about that? Because that tells me, just knowing that he could have done that, it's a team final. You know, She ends up getting to decide. I don't think that that makes her a sole winner of the challenge. It makes her a sole collector of the money. I don't think it makes her need any less credit. I think she deserves a lot of credit. I think Ashley, you know, I mentioned just on a on an episode by episode basis, I think Sylvia's underrated. I think in the scheme of things, I think Ashley's so underrated as far as an overall competitor. She now has the same amount of wins as Cara Maria does. And, you know, maybe she doesn't wear it as well as Cara does, but to be honest with you, I mean, competitor-wise, she she's she's great in finals. Any challenges she hasn't left almost by her own accord, she's won. So, I mean, I don't take anything away from Ashley. I'm just saying, to me, right now it's hard to understand this because he's probably, you know, at, at an emotional low here. I know we all watched the episode. He comes out looking like what you would call a loser. But... Four years from now, I hope that when you think about people who won challenges, you still think of Hunter as having won one. I do feel like it's been a few years since that Susie, I mean, since that Sarah and Johnny season, 
Not a lot of people look at, at Sarah having won that season, but she did. She won it. She, she had the money taken from her, but she won it. And if you compare it to some of those early team seasons where people were taking home 25 grand for winning one of these things, she only came up 25 grand short of one of those, yet she went all the way to the top of a mountain with one other person and, you know, co-won a season. So it's hard to understand because the money's not there. But to me, Hunter won this season along with Ashley. She chose to take the money from him. You know, I think it's interesting. I want you to know what you would think in your own brain would you, in this moment, look at yourself as a challenge winner? Obviously not a life winner. You know, there's half a million dollars that you would love to have. But, you know, just separate from that a little bit. Would you look at it as an accomplishment, having ousted, what is it, 29 other people and won this thing and just not having the money to show for it? Uh, I, I, I would think that I won, but I lost. You know, I, I won, but I lost, and I and I, and I lost hard. And, and the re- reason being is I wasn't able to convince my partner that, like, listen, dude, you know, like, I, like I need, like, all bullshit aside, like, I need this. Like, this is life changing for both of us. I mean, there's plenty of money to to go around for for both of us. Like, it doesn't have to be this way. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what I would have done with in in a, in a room in a in a, in a challenge filled with, you know, you mentioned throwing challenges and the possibility of that lies, deceit. Um, you know, we're, we're sitting here, you know, Paulie and Natalie are up there, you know, swearing on their lives, on their family's lives. And then at the end, you know, fucking sticking it right to them, you know, uh, you know, you got, you know, Ashley calling Sylvia, her best friend, and then throwing a grenade at her. You know what I mean? Like, if any of these people really cared about each other that much, they would have just kept it clean. Nope. No, no grenade thrown at anybody. We're just, we'll just let it play out however it's going to play out. You know, but, you know, in, you know, in the end, it came down to I want to win this game. You know, and, you know, at some point, if you know this is for a million dollars, you fucking suck Ashley's dick as soon as you fucking can and make amends. I, I, I didn't mean sucker. I meant, I meant, excuse my language, but you better do some fucking swift ass kicking real quick to make this shit work. This is for a million fucking dollars. Throw your pride right out the window and go, listen, let bygones be bygones. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for all of this. We need to make amends, you know, ASAP. Okay. Because if I win the money, I don't want to take it from you either. That's, that's the conversation that should have been had either before during, 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 during fucking runs, okay? And not after. That's, then, then you could have been possibly calling yourself a challenge winner. I'm pissed because, you know, it didn't happen for him. You know, I'm pissed because it came down to a really good guy, a guy that I know, that I know well, a guy that plays a really, really clean game and probably wouldn't have done the same thing. You know, that's why I'm pissed is that, he wasn't able to make amends to, to, to sort of like, these people had a relationship. You know what I mean? I seen a nice relationship between them, you know, at some point, you know, and it, and it went bad and it went sour. And, and then this happened for a million dollars. And it's not like everybody's siding with them because everyone heard what he said. This is, this is tough. This is hard for me to swallow because I was in that room when he fucking, you know, broke his wrist and I was, 
tying his shoe because he couldn't tie his shoe. I know he's got a little sister my son's age. You know, I know he works in a gym. This shit ain't easy. Nobody wants to live fucking, you know, a hard life, you know, taking care of, you know, I get it. I get it. We have to take care of our families. You know what I mean? But $500,000 in the bank will make it a lot easier, especially for a good guy. But he goes off, you know, lets his emotions get the best of him, says some shit, and now he's fucked. Now, I'm not saying he's fucked. I'm just saying, you know, the road, the road to get to $500,000 for any of us is just gets a little bit harder. Shout out to all the patrons out there. I'm gonna weave in, yeah. I'm gonna weave in some of these questions. Mike Bongiovanni says, "Did Hunter end up looking like the bad person after quote unquote the decision?" He means the uh, the Ashley decision. He said the way he went on and on and on, and then they played his disparaging remarks. It seems like he came out looking worse. So you know what you just said there. I think you touched on this. Um, You mentioned wanting to want to have a reason to split it. You know. to me, you know, is it almost some in a way? I mean, you go back and you watch some of these clips along the way here. It it seemed like Hunter made it an easy decision for her um, with some of those remarks. And you, do you think? I mean, you mentioned having the family and the kids and whatnot. I mean, is it almost sometimes a little bit liberating when your partner has? said things that you can kind of put in your back pocket and be like, all right, when I make the decision to take half a million dollars from this person, they're going to be able to show that. Okay, so does he look like the bad guy, first and foremost? And what's up, Mike Giovanni? Um, this is Mike Mike the Cat, right? This is Mike the Cat? Am I no, wrong? this is... Mike the Cat? No, it is Mike oh, the Oh, I know Wop. Mike Giovanni. He's on Twitter, too. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's up, buddy? Um, does he look like... You know what I mean? Like... And made a case for Ashley. Does he look like, is he a bad guy? Were the things that he said bad? Yeah. Yeah. Does he look like a, is he, does he look like a bad guy a little bit? What about the temper you know? tantrum at the end? Did you think that that was, <laughs> I would, I mean, I, I can't fault anybody for flipping out when they find out that they just, no. you know, competed for a couple months, you know, and aren't going to see a dime for it. No, I looked, I mean, it's, you know, it, this, the social part of the game is part of the game. Pride is also part of the game. I've lost because of my pride too. You know, I've let my emotions get the best. And you go and you go, fuck it. I'm gonna take, I'm, I'm gonna take my, uh, my my bets with my pride and say, fuck that, fuck you, and and you know, we're not on the same team. We're, we might be on the same team, but we're not. And and that's kind of like. What ends up what ends up happening in this situation? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, all right, let's move into the, some of the controversy from this final, which I know is what a lot of people wanted to hear us talk about. So, D, I'm just gonna say, here's I know you've been following social media. I know a lot of this borders into challenge Gaddy territory here. There's nothing you or I can say that could be anything worse than what Jemmy and Marie and some of these other folks have said on Twitter. So I hope you agree with me. I think we can have a pretty transparent conversation here where we theorize along with some of the patrons who wrote in. I don't think anyone's going to knock us for having these questions because, to be honest with you, when it comes down to a final – I think the challenge gods are happy that people care this much, you know, as far, you know, as far as the conspiracies or whether they, they, you know, did this a certain way for drama or they did this a certain way because they thought this person was more likely to take the money than this person. 
you know, there are challenges that were apparently cut out of this final people digging on the final as a whole for being lackluster. I don't think we're going to catch any flack for bringing those things to light because, Hey, we're a week in here. Thanks to me being in New Zealand, we're not going to say anything worse or any, you know, any more insider than has already been well-documented on Twitter. So, you know, you let me know if you feel like anything crosses into that territory, but hopefully you'll humor me here. Um, Okay, let's talk about the 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 challenge that apparently was removed from this final. So apparently there was a puzzle that just got cut for time or something. Um, yeah, and so I almost I almost jumped on uh, one of those comments. I think that came from Natalie, right? Yeah, there was a puzzle that was removed, and uh, you know, and, and again, I'm I'm only talking about this. I know that you know. I, you know, this is borderline challenge Gotti stuff. But we're talking know? about Twitter now. We're not talking about yeah. – we're not, we're not having and, her on and, and so asking her. These, no, yeah, we're talking about something that was said on Twitter. Exactly. Um, you know, if the, like I almost jumped on this tweet too and I, I pulled back and because I, I was going to say like, oh, because puzzles are so fun to watch. You know what I mean? I'm like, I don't want to fucking see a puzzle either to be honest with you. And like, yes, I understand that puzzles are a part of the game. I, under, I understand that puzzles are a big – make or break for a lot of people. And I'm, you know, I got a puzzle, I got a puzzle, you know, on my, not my kitchen table, but in my dining room right now that needs to get finished. It's a snow white puzzle for that. If anyone cares at home, but, um, you know, uh, to be honest, like, do you guys want to see me put together a snow white puzzle? Like well, it, it takes a little, it takes a little bit of time. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's boring. Like, okay, but here's it, a, here's a look- question for you. Here's, here's something I think you can answer. Have you, I mean, you've participated in quite a few finals. You also know a lot of people who have participated in other ones that that you then went on to watch on TV. How common is this? Because, you know, have there been parts of finals, huge chunks, entire individual uh, stops during a final that get cut for time or for boredom or for whatever it is? Because I think this shocked a lot of people but I don't think it would be as shocking if you knew that, hey, one out of every three finals, we end up cutting one of the uh, the checkpoints because it ends up not fitting or everyone finishes at the same time or whatever, and we just cut it. I think people are assuming some sort of conspiracy here because they don't know how common it is. They're wondering if this is the first time this has ever happened. You know, you don't have to get too specific if you don't want to, but is this something that you know them to have done before? Well, you know the answer to this. You're, you're, you're asking me knowing the answer to this, knowing that it's, it's one out of the last, it's two out of the last three, not one out of the last three, that something, you know, got removed. And I don't like talking about it because I don't know, because I was there. You know what I mean? So we, were, we, were ta- we went from talking about something that was removed, you know, something on Twitter that Natalie said to something that, you know, maybe on the TJ episode or maybe on the, the Jordan episode. It was episode the Jordan on, episode. If you want to go into look at that. So if you guys want to go back to the challenge, man, I think it's maybe episode five, or six, or something. But you like might have made me. me I would don't don't go, and, don't, get, don't go and don't don't go and give don't go and give. You know, uh, I forget. I haven't listened to it in a while. We might have removed it, right? Because at the time, you know, it might have felt like something 
you didn't want because Natalie, oh. right? Because I mean, people might now go back and it'll be good for us. Because throw the, myself under the bus the, here. The ratings of our <laughs> Jordan episode might go up, but but it's funny because you know, yeah, look, there, there's no you know if ands or buts about it. There is things in your guys's contract that you're not necessarily supposed to divulge behind the scenes stuff like this because it is support. It's supposed to give them carte blanche to make editing decisions and to, to cut stuff out for time and to not have everyone know about it. Now it seems like this season, I don't know what it is, but it does seem like people are itchy with their little Twitter uh, trigger fingers here. And people have been very quick to divulge things, not just on Twitter, but in their full on episode recaps, it's as if Marie has just like a lawyer on retainer ready to go because she is just completely corroborating any and all conspiracy theories on Betches every week, uh, which I love because it's great. It's them doing the dirty work because once they put it out there, we can just comment on that. And it's not, oh, Challenge Mania said this. We're just, hey, look, hey, we're just reading the press. But with the Natalie thing, you know, it's it's clear that over – time this has happened before and that most people have probably decided to play coy along with them and 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 not necessarily put it out there um whereas natalie just put this right out there on the day the episode aired so here here's what i'll say because this is the reason i asked you that it is pretty common and it's not because there's any sort of a conspiracy it's not because say that puzzle was won by someone who then would have won this challenge they just decided not to show it at least i would assume they cut these things for time or they cut them because they ruin the momentum of the episode or they cut them because they aren't necessarily this big, you know. Now, here, that being said, when we have a Natalie on, when we have someone on, maybe they tell me, hey, that trivia challenge or that puzzle challenge, you know, me and Polly finished 10 minutes ahead of everyone else. Who knows? But as far as there just being something that was removed, you know, that does happen a lot. So not necessarily a lot. I'm not saying every season. I'm not saying just on this show. It's just a common thing that will happen because they they shoot a ton, you know, and you get in an editing room and you're like, we have an hour. We don't have enough to go to two hours, but we definitely can't go more than an hour. What do we do here? And maybe if you have something in the middle that's not that visually interesting, as you said, you still have a puzzle on your on your dresser. You know, it, it's, you know. I don't think there's any conspiracy there. Um, it is interesting, and you know, to throw that out there. And I think Natalie was in rare form last week, as she even admitted to. Um, to throw that out there in the midst of all this other stuff, I think people started filling in the blanks there and wondering if this was, you know, you know, people were already kind of upset at the, you know, uh, the difficulty of the final. People were, you know, you have Joss and Sylvia theorizing that maybe they won. Then you have, you know, everyone upset about the Ashley decision. And then you, you have the fact that this timed final, that they're not very transparent about how the times are collected. And you have all this conspiracy kind of like, you know, rumbling up and up. And then Natalie's just like, fun fact, they also cut out an entire checkpoint. And you're like, boom, mind, I even said mind blown because it's like, you know, it seems like another portion of this thing that really isn't on the up and up. But I will say I would be shocked if it was for anything other than just to to keep it moving. Yeah, because it's fucking boring. Yeah. Um, Okay, Uh, let's get to some of these questions because a lot of them are very good. Um, This is one that... I cannot wait to hear your reaction to this one. Before we get to this question from Brandon, I just want to take a moment um, to say hi to another one of our sponsors at Brooklinen. Uh, Brooklinen, they really are the the best sheets ever. They're super comfortable. They sent Lindsay and I some. D, I know they sent you some as well. I'm over here in New Zealand sleeping on hotel quality sheets. 
and the Brooklyn and sheets are better. I miss them. But they they say that these are five-star hotel quality sheets that are affordable and easy to order. I think they're actually better. D, what do you think of your Brooklyn and sheets? Well, uh, to be honest with you, like, I've always wanted those like comfy, wumpy hotel sheets like you're sleeping in a hotel. Like I always said I was going to do it, and I always go back and I get the cheap quality because it's a cheap this and cheap that. And, and to be honest with you, Brooklyn sent me these, and like I love them. I mean, like my kid like sneaks in and like, I, you know, I, I, I throw, the, I throw the, the comforter on him, you know, just so he can fall asleep and feel that. So, uh, it's, I love them. I'm, I'm not joking, dude. I'm not even trying to sell, but we are, I, we are, do we have a, we do have a sales pitch, even though we're not trying to sell. I'm not trying to sell. I'm just trying to let you know that they're freaking awesome. Okay. Take it away, Scott, before I, too much rambling. Yeah. Go. Well, look, and most people it's go, great. To, I love it. I you, love it. I'm joking. Most people go to the store and you go to Bed Bath & Beyond or you go to you know whatever store that has a million different colors and patterns. Brooklinen also does 20-plus colors and patterns. They also not only sell sheets, they have towels, robes, candles, sleep masks, all this stuff that is great for gifts this holiday season, which is coming up. Do not be left in the dust. Head over to brooklinen.com slash mania and start looking into gifts for the holiday season. They have super fast shipping. They'll make sure you get your gifts right on time. But the best part is if you use the promo code mania, that's obviously for challenge mania, you're getting $20 off and free shipping when you use that promo code. So if you go to brooklinen.com slash mania, um, or you just go to brooklinen.com. If you go to brooklinen.com and use the promo code MANIA, you get $20 off. That's a serious discount from some serious sheets. I'm telling you, these things are comfy as hell. I love them. Lindsay loves them. They have 30,000-plus five-star reviews. That's not something you get by accident. All right, D, back to this question. You might need one of these sheets to uh, cover yourself up and hide in because Brandon Williams has a good one here. He says, Happy Thanksgiving, Derek and Scott. Happy Thanksgiving, Brandon. Hope you both enjoyed your holiday. My question is, do you believe Jemmy's claim? Whenever Jemmy's claim is used in a, in a sentence or a question here, you know it's going to be good. That the times were altered because they knew Joss and Sylvia were going to split the money, and that wouldn't make for the ending they wanted, so they changed it so that Ashley could make the decision and take the money from Hunter. This whole season felt rigged to me, and they wanted a certain people. They wanted certain people purposely at the end, and it didn't feel like any season I have watched before. Okay, harsh words there, Brandon. But again, not solely Brandon's. Jemmy as well had something to say about this on Twitter. Jemmy's another one that just doesn't seem to give a flying F about what uh, the challenge gods think um, as far as what she says on Twitter. Um, what say you here, D? I'm going to frame this in a way that maybe a, you'll answer. It's, okay? a cons- it's a conspiracy. It, no, it's a conspiracy. It's a conspiracy. You can't, you can't, um, you don't know. She doesn't know for a fact. Okay, she doesn't know for a fact she wasn't there. She wasn't, you know, with the challenge gods. It's it's a conspiracy. Okay, she may have her own thoughts, and she can say, you know, I can hear her right now, Derek. You know that. You know that. I I can hear it. You know, and, and like that's fine. And I get it for entertainment purposes. People want to see, you know, the shock. But I also think that a lot of people want to see. Um, you know, you don't know what the fuck Joss was going to do or Sylvia. You have no fucking clue. They knew that Joss and Sylvia were going to keep it. You have no fucking clue until TJ actually tells you, yo, 
you won. You have the decision. You want to take a mill or split it? You cannot tell me for 100% sure that's exactly what Joss and Sylvia are going to do or what, um, you know, or what, uh, you know, Hunter and Ashley are going to do. Who knows, dude? Who knows? Maybe at the last second, Ashley goes, nah, I'm keeping it, you know, or I'm splitting it. You just don't know, dude. So I'm going to I'm making mental notes here of questions that I want to ask these folks when we have them on, because it's funny, you know, you've done a million challenges, but guess what? You've never done a challenge where this twist was on the table. So there's only certain people that can really relate to this. And it's the three teams in the final on Rivals 3, and it's the four teams in the final here. What I'd like to know um, is whether they do ask them beforehand. Someone brought up on Twitter. I'm sorry, I don't have your name in front of me, but they said that going forward, they should ask them beforehand and have them have to lock it in beforehand, um, whether they would split the money or not, because, and the reason I love that is this, uh, is that then we could actually find out what the other teams would have done. Now we only have to theorize whether they would have done it or not, and they all get to play holier than thou, and Natalie gets to say, oh, you guys don't know this, but Paulie told me he split it with me, and Paulie actually let me get ahead in the race, and blah, 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 and Joss and Sylvia get to say, oh, we would have won, and we would have split it, and that's not good TV, and all oh, conspiracy this and conspiracy that. The way to solve that is take them all into a private booth beforehand, ask them all in pure darkness whether or not they want to take the money or not, and then we reveal at the end who won and who then who, whose decision gets locked in. The other thing was, correct me if I'm wrong, D, but on Rivals 3, there were smaller prizes for second and third that also they had to decide whether to split, right? So, right, am I making that up or not? That like Vince and Jenna and then it was a Devin yeah. and Cheyenne also yeah. got to make the much smaller decision of whether they were going to split their money and they all split it, but – we kind of got to find out how they look. It's a lot easier to decide whether you should split $32,000 than, than a half a million or 285 or whatever. But that being said, we still got to see that. I, I know that they love the idea of that clean $1 million to, to one person thing. I think if they could do this season over, they should have given smaller prizes to second and third, at least if not fourth. Um, Cause then we could have seen what Justin Sylvia would have done. We could have seen what Paulie and Natalie would have done because as much as Natalie seems certain Paulie would have given her the money, hey, that inter- that interview clip from Paulie where he was he was basically slow clapping in in the Joker Heath Ledger Joker fashion, uh, Ashley's de- decision to take the money. I don't know. That made me second guess whether that's the case or not. Uh, it just seems it seems like Natalie's still riding with him. I think the very next day she posted something with Paulie, sort of like in. Uh, like she's backing him up, you know, like, Oh, they're in lockstep. They are, they're closer than most people on the show are those two. Yeah, well, for sure. yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, then he goes and he says that, you know, so it's like, you know, it just leaves that sort of what's really, what is someone really going to do when the, you know, the gun is to your head, you know what I mean? Pretty much. Uh, maybe that's a bad analogy, but the, the point is, is that's what it is. Like you're either pulling the trigger. You're not, you know, you're either going to really, really, uh, you know, because look, Polly's in here in it for the glory too. You know what I mean? Like, yes, you can have $500,000 and have won the challenge with Natalie, but you could have also come on your first challenge, won a million dollars. Okay by yourself and fucking laugh at everything and everyone 
and taken that role on and been like, I am the God. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, what's everyone's incentive deep down inside is the real question. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, again, it goes back to, you know, the Jemmy's conspiracy. It's like you have no fucking clue to, that, that, uh, to what someone's going to do. Uh, they can say whatever they want. They could swear on their families, Scott, up and down, swear on their families. Okay. And then at the last second go. I changed my mind. And, you know, to be honest with you, to, you know, to take Paulie's side a little bit here, he, he, it was hard for him to make that decision there at the end, you know, whether he, who was he, he was going to throw the grenade on, you know. Um, Let's talk about the grenades. Any sort of- Let's talk about the grenades. Um, so we got a ton of questions here, so I'll, I'll kind of summarize all of them. It, it, do you think that the grenades here were used correctly across the board um, you know, they allowed them to choose when they used them. Obviously, they didn't know what the penalties were going to be from stop to stop. Marie and Cara famously actually never even got to use theirs at all. We saw um, clips of that whole ordeal. Um, how do you feel these teams use their grenades? And, and feel free to include there uh, Paulie and Natalie, who eventually used theirs on Joss and Sylvia after having promised not to do so. Right now, switch your family to T-Mobile and get four lines for $25 a line with AutoPay and 5G access included on America's largest 5G network. So don't wait. Get unlimited and nationwide 5G access for the whole family for just $25 a line. Visit a T-Mobile store or T-Mobile.com today. Plus taxes and fees. Customers may notice lower speeds and further reduction if using over 50 gigs a month due to data prioritization. Video at 480p. Unlimited while on our network. Qualifying credit and 4-plus lines required. Capable device required for 5G. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain features. Ctmobile.com. Yeah, so I guess let's start with the first grenade because I guess Ashley basically took the first shot over at Sylvia, right? Right. So, and um, I guess Hunter allowed this per se, right? Hunter allowed it to happen against Joss where these two also seem to have built a, uh, a very strong relationship and, and love for one another. But, you know, that's the first shot, you know. And um, I don't think it hurt Joss and Sylvia too bad, but that's when the fire st- sort of started. <laughs> Excuse me. And um, so that's the first one, okay. So shots fired. When was the second one? <laughs> when was the second one? The Coles was, was the second one? Oh, no, the... The promise up on the on the up on the stools, right? The promise of uh, of uh, on my family, I won't throw the grenade at you. I won't throw the grenade at you. Then at the end, at the end with the coals, they throw the grenade at them, and it, it still didn't. It doesn't seem like it hurts them that bad because they get through pretty fast. Although they get second, right? They get second in that. They get second. Joss and Sylvia get second in the coals and get second in the eating competition. So it doesn't seem like it hurts them too bad right and it seems like since they got second on the i believe the run maybe or maybe first on the run that maybe they're like you know first place ish you know um so you know i don't know where they where they end up losing the whole thing to hunter and ash i don't know where hunter and ash may have uh sort of gained time you know maybe it's the puzzle you know and uh you know did someone get like a big could and then and then uh Cara and Marie don't throw a grenade at all, which you know, if there's like a five minute penalty or ten minute penalty or something like that, like those are those are big grenades, you know. And I forget what someone else got a big grenade at the beginning. Um, I can't remember who it was a run, it was during a run where they get well, last, you Ocara know, you, and Marie. 
Well, Ashley and, and Hunter had to leave the eating challenge uh, 10 minutes later than everyone else or something like that. Oh. Remember? And, and Ashley was like, that's okay because I need to digest, so I'll be fine. I'll actually be better now. Thank you. So who threw the grenade at them? Uh, I want to say that was Joss and Sylvia giving it back to them. Oh. Yeah, because yeah. then Polly then, then Paulie and Natalie used theirs on the last one with shackling Joss and Sylvia, and uh, Marie and Cara never used theirs. There, it would be stupid to use a a, a grenade on Cara Marie. Yeah, you and know? then you know, the, but I think that was almost like the uh, an inch. If it, yeah, who knows what the how close the times were? You know. Well, okay, that's so, let's get let's get to that. So, all right. Uh, Craig Howard says, do you think they edited out how they decided that Ashley was 32 seconds ahead of Hunter or the overall times in general? They weren't any times posted during the episode and it feels kind of shady. Okay. Um, let's talk about this. This is something else I want to get your, your history with. I know that we've had guests on the show before. We've talked about like on challenges, eliminations, et cetera, people allowing, being allowed to look at a tape after the fact to see if they stepped out of bounds or see if something happened the way that they're being told it happened um, rule-wise when they get eliminated or, or lose a challenge. And uh, In your experience, D, how transparent are they with the times of these challenges? I mean, there's not someone running along with you with a stopwatch and a, and a sign or something like that. Is there like a, sh- a shot clock like in basketball? I mean, how, are you guys able to check in every time? Um, does that take away some of the suspense? Um, you know, without divulging too much, let us behind the curtain here a little bit because I think you might be able to alleviate some of the quote-unquote conspiracy here because, you know, a lot of people now are wondering whether they doctored this at all. I think you might be able to set the record straight, at least in your experience, with how much you guys are let in on the process for how these times are decided. Well, let's just hope that we can get everyone back on Challenge Mania to sort of give their take. But for me... For me, you can still you can still sort of be like you know, when me and Jordan me and Jordan have talked about our finale and and you know the numbers and and, and where where it all fell um, and you know I could still be like we're still like well you were a minute ahead of me here you were a minute ahead of me there and and so you can sort of do that you know you know out of three people okay out of three teams because Carter and Marie are gone you know that. You know how close you are to the other person. You know how close you are to your teammate. You know, and it may be seconds. Well, maybe I got you on this one, but you got me on that one. It, but if you know that you got me on three different, on three different um, stations by thirty seconds or a minute or fifteen seconds, like you have a general idea of who's in the lead and who's not. You know what I mean? So these people, if they come on Challenge Mania, they are going to, you know, they're going to be able to tell you that. Well, I think I was a little, you know, two minutes ahead of him on this one, but then he, he got a little closer to me on this one, so it would still keep me a, a minute ahead, you know. So it, I think you can generalize uh, based on being there, of you know, unless you're like literally, it's a photo finish, like every single time, like the first one, you know, that uh, uh, the me and Jordan with the rocks or the stones in, in the dirty thirty, like they beat, you know, him and Camilla beat me and Cara by. 30 seconds, okay, on the stones. Got it. You got it. We got second. You won by, you know, 20 seconds, if that, okay? But that's 20 seconds. I know it. How do you know so, it, though? Bam. Is it just you, just in your head? You see they finished here. You start counting in your head? 
Well, yeah, if you start the race at the same damn time, then, you know, yeah, you start counting in your own head. Exactly. Obviously, we didn't stop. We didn't stop at the same time, you know, so obviously you got ahead of me by a little bit. So even if it's like, oh, you're ahead of me by a little bit. Okay, fine. Then then you beat me on the next one by a little bit. Okay, so that's a little bit more. Now we're going from 20 seconds to 40 seconds, you know, and you beat me a lot by this on this one. So now you're up. Two minutes and 40 seconds. Okay, here's my thoughts on this. So I do think – so here we had the, the, the races, right? It, it, apparently it's coming down just to the races, right? Um, now, was the helicopter timed? Was – you know, what were these little, you know th- – that, that's the thing that, you know, I don't necessarily know that they – are obligated to divulge that because look guys, it's, it's television. Like when you get down to it, there's money on the line, but it's television. The stuff has to make sense. And you know, it's one of those things where, you know, do the competitors ha- have the right to know? Sure. Um, do they have the right to ask and be told yes or no, whatever in the moment? I think that's one conversation. Now, after the fact, do they need to like show us the receipts quote unquote? I don't think they need to do that to be honest with you. That might be the television producer in me, but I don't, you know, to me, if they're saying she finished 30 seconds ahead of Hunter, I haven't heard Hunter complain about that. So as far as that's concerned, it seems like he, he's in lockstep with the agreement with the fact that, yeah, she probably beat him in those races. He fell off it, that helicopter. What is that? A few seconds? I mean, I don't know. And I don't know if that was even counted. That's or, 30 seconds. There's, there's just 31 seconds. There's 31 seconds right there. But, you can argue. I'm but just kidding. here's anyway, a conversation sorry. that was never had. <laughs> Okay, so was getting down, like, for instance, when the rules were given for going down the helicopter, does some lunatic like Paulie say, what if I want to jump out of the helicopter? Can I just, you know, like, and they say, no, you have to go down the ladder. So, like, does the fact that he fell not help his case, but do they then just add 15 seconds or something? You don't know. You know what I mean? Because... If, if they add the fact that you can jump off the ladder to save time, like, that's not very safe. Did you see how quickly he fell? Like, yeah, he was on a harness, but, man, he fell pretty quickly. So that might have been something where just because he fell doesn't mean, um, doesn't mean he was timed any quicker. Um, here's, the, here's the bottom line. Let, let, let's get down to the needy-greedy, brother. By the way, I'm waiting for my needy-greedy shirt. Um, I got him working on it. Don't worry. <laughs> um, there are game show rules, okay? There, there are rules, okay? They have to follow the rules, okay? So, who's that? You know, the challenge gods need to follow their cha- their gods' rules, okay? There's gods, and then there's challenge gods. Is this right? is this there's one like, of those shows that does have to follow those rules? Yes. Okay. Yes. There's the final answer. The final answer to everyone's conspiracy. There are game-sanctioned rules, just like there are game-sanctioned boxing rules. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's, let's leave it there. Boxing rules? Okay. I don't know. Um, more, more conspiracy. All right. <laughs> um, let's talk about uh, – okay. Samantha says um, – 
I hope everyone had a good Thanksgiving. Yes, we did. Thank you, Samantha. She it was great meeting you all in Atlanta. Yes, it was great meeting you too. And uh, we should hopefully have some news on some early 2019 Challenge Mania live dates for you guys as well. So stay tuned for that. I'm going to hit the ground running as soon as I'm back, scheduling all those for you guys. Um, she says, and this is something I've heard from people, uh, that final was weak AF, walking on coals is one, a ritual is two, a memory serves me right. This was the exact final on road rules um, as far as who should have won. You know, so let, let, me, let me just say this. Here's your question. Um, everyone wants our opinion on the weak sauce challenge. Her main question is, do you see a disconnect between the challenge gods and the hardcore challenge fans? We want to see OG players back, more competition and real people back. They're mostly focused on drama and what Instagram model or Survivor uh, can bring them ratings. Well, Survivor's not hasn't been on the challenge, but I get your point. Uh, what grade would you give the challenge gods for this season? Personally, she gives them a C- minus or D plus. Okay, let's talk about this final as far as people thinking it's weak AF. Um, we had people complaining about the Vendetta's final being weak AF. D, I think you took play, uh, part in the last final that was fairly well-received. What do you think, man? Do you think that that these things are getting an unfair shake here? Um, this seems to be the direction people go in. Um, they compare them to some of the finals. I know people were, you know, showing some screen grabs of people laying on the ground completely, you know, torn up at the top of a mountain or this or that, or people carrying other folks and whatnot. And look, compared to some of those, this one maybe did look a little bit lighter. Um, but what did you think when you watched this? Because I know you watch this with a competitor's eye. You're watching this. Are you like, oh, come on, why couldn't I have drawn this one? I like initially, this is what I thought. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I would have, I, yeah, I'm, I'm like, Hey, the easier, the easier, the final, the better, you know, the faster, the better for sure. Uh, but I would, I was thinking, you know, and maybe this is just from my, you know, dirty 30 experience. I'm thinking, you know, run puzzle, run puzzle, run puzzle. And I think that that's how it's going to be, you know, especially how puzzle heavy, uh, puzzle esque. You know, even trivia, like I'll not throw that in like a puzzle, puzzle area, you know, like I was imagining or I was thinking run puzzle, run puzzle, run puzzle till the end, you know, instead it was like run, eat, run, stand, run, walk on Colts, the end and then chaos. So they got their chaos, you know, and I think that that is, you know, a major component to uh you know entertainment you know whether it's you know the wwe you know which is kind of like you know what wwe sports entertainment like it's kind of like what challenges it's kind of what challenge mania challenge mania is a little bit it's kind of what the challenge mania shop is like you know it's very sports entertainment-esque these are athletes you know that get that that get thrown into these really strange situations and now these athletes got to do a puzzle or they got to eat fucking, you know, a cow head, you know, and, uh, and you see what happens, you know, and, and some of them are at, not as athletic, you know, some of them are, you know, the jobbers, you know, the Brooklyn brawler. Sometimes you got the Brooklyn brawler in there. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, look, I'll, I'll use that as a segue. You mentioned the challenge mania dot shop. Um, we, you know, it's, it's hard for me to keep track considering I'm a day ahead and whatnot, but we have black Friday, small business, Saturday, cyber Monday. Here's the deal folks. We've got a great sale up at challenge mania dot shop. 
Uh, there's free shipping on orders over $45. That goes until the 26th. But we're also going to leave up our um, – it's about 30% off the heavyweight tees, and those are male and female slash unisex. Any single heavyweight tee on the site. So if you want a Car Maria shirt, our new Marie shirt, you want a Challenge Mania shirt, a Derek shirt, a Mark Long shirt, Kayla, Devin, Jemmy, Shane, Polly, you name it, you can get those over at challengemania.shop for $24.95. They're normally – $34.95. They're heavyweight tees. They're extra, um, extra loaded cotton. These things are great. They feel wonderful. People love them at the live shows. They're the ones we have at the live shows. $24.95, folks. And if you get a couple, you get the free shipping as well. So we're going to leave that up through Cyber Monday, um, maybe even a couple uh, days later. So when you hear this, you still have a chance to go and grab yourself a heavyweight tee. Uh, no better time to load up on that challenge swag for that challenge fan in your life. Because believe it or not, not every challenge fan, I don't know how this happens, but not every challenge fan has been to the Challenge Mania shop. Not every challenge fan listens to Challenge Mania. Here's the best present you can give the challenge fan in your life is while they're out of the room, grab their phone, subscribe to Challenge Mania on their iPhone on the good old Apple Podcast app. That is the gift that keeps on giving but also i mean look you you wake up on christmas morning under your tree is a wrapped box you unwrap it and what is there d's face is that all you got joss just d cartoon d that's what i'd love to see on christmas morning um or on every day of hanukkah um i I just got my all my packages and they're literally underneath my christmas tree yeah i got a mark long shirt i got a purple mark long shirt i got a blue uh i can do it kayla shirt um, I got, uh, um, I got, I got us on a hoodie, you know, and by the way, Scott, you sent me the wrong cup, the wrong challenge menu podcast cup. It's too little. Okay. Cause when I drink my tea, when I sip on my tea, it's a humongous cup of tea. All right, fine, mister. I don't do tea. I do stew. I'll send you a bigger mug. That's right, guys. You can also get accessories. I can't drink my stew like out of mugs. a cup. You can get mugs, backpacks. Uh, they got stickers over there over at challengemania.shop. We're going to run that sale for the next few days as well. Um, okay, let's rapid fire a couple of these questions because I have to run. Lindsay and I are going to get on a helicopter. That's right. We're pulling a, taking a page out of uh, out of Hunter's book, and hopefully we have an easier time getting off of the helicopter. But taking a helicopter to Milford Sound oh here gosh. on the outskirts of Queenstown, New Zealand, we're going to go uh, see some sights. So I do have to run, but you guys Annie, better make it back. Annie says, which by the way, I will say we did. Uh, we were in this great place called Lake Tikapo, gorgeous. I don't know if you guys are have been following on my Instagram. I've been you know taking a ton of pictures because New Zealand is absolutely gorgeous. Mark Long just dropped me a line. He said, "You're in dual two territory." Which, uh, you know, when we do go on some of these vacations, I do feel like I'm living um, the life of some of you guys when you go on these shows. When we went to uh, to Kauai, we went on this like 10-mile hike or something like that or whatever it was. And, and uh, we went on a hike the other day. We're walking through the, like, these Lord of the Rings level locations and whatnot and, and going on these really small bridges and stuff. And I'm like, this is what they do on the challenge. Anyway, Annie says. Did you wear your I'm a Challenge Maniac t-shirt? Did I wear? I have not worn it yet, but I do have a yeah, challenge. You haven't mania worn a po- challenge mania. T- okay. Oh, I have a cha- I have a challenge mania podcast logo T shirt that I've worn. No, um, no, 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 no. But you're gonna run through trails. You gotta run with I'm a challenge maniac T shirt, especially if you're. Well, I don't country. run through the trails, D, because I have a pregnant wife with me, so we do leisurely walks. But she's you're, been crushing it. She's way faster than I am, even with baby. In yeah, tail. I I know. I, I know this. I know this. I know. She told me. She told me. You, we, you we may or may not. bow out of pregnant yeah. workouts. 
we may or, pregnant women, you bow out. <laughs> we may or may not have gone kayaking on the ocean, and I may or may not have needed us to get towed back in. Anyway, Annie says, do you guys support Ashley's decision to take the million dollars? All right, let's start there. Do you support Ashley's decision? Uh, do not. Okay, here's what I'll say. Hunter's your boy. Hunter's. We both love Hunter. I like Hunter a lot, too. You know, I've spent time with Hunter since this happened. I know how much this affected him. He's such a nice guy. You know, he obviously, we see the video of the stuff he said. You know, who knows if he was drunk when he said it. Not that that validates it, but I've known him to be polite and upstanding to everybody I've seen him around. However, you see the clips of how he treated Ashley on this season, and I mentioned it before, and it's kind of like, hey, you know, we're all wrestling with the devil on one side of our shoulder and the angel on the other telling us what to do. And it's almost like when someone says some of the things that he said to her during the season, it's almost like not only the devil's starting to tell you to take the money, but even the angel's like, yeah, I'd be cool with that, you know? Yeah, I think I talked a lot about this early on, you know, and uh, I, I will stick to the, the, the devil's advocate gimmick that I play on here oftentimes and, and say, look, uh, you know, there should have been an amends made, you know, that the war should have stopped. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say this. Okay. Sometimes a lot of people say when you're drunk and I don't know if you're drunk or not. And you said, uh, that doesn't, that doesn't make it okay. But you know, and so a lot of people will say, uh, you know, your truest thoughts come out when, when you're drinking or whatever. I don't, I don't believe that shit. I say, I've said a lot of stupid shit when I was drunk that I didn't mean. That's not really me. You know, and I know Hunter, okay? And, uh, and, I, and I really do feel like he, play, he has a good heart and he plays a very clean game. Whatever happened the, to that relationship, you know, how bad it got? Like, ah, yeah, if there's a million dollars on the line, I am fucking, I'm, I'm telling you, I am kissing your ass and I am bar- embarrassing myself on national television to the umpteenth degree to make you understand that I am sorry for some of the things I said, whether they were drunk or not, okay, to, to fix this thing. You know, that's, that's, that's what I would have done. That's, that's the fucking sissy in me, okay? You can call me a sissy, okay? But there's some things that I, that, that I, I, I say I've said that, you know, I, I truly, you know, sometimes want to take back or that I've done that I've really wanted to take back, you know, and, and what, you know, whether it's a million dollars, it's a million dollars. All right, maniacs, more with our guest in just a minute. I just want to take a quick second to remind you all about Poshmark. I know most of you guys already have the Poshmark app, but for those of you who don't, I can give you a second here to download it and good. You got it? Poshmark is this amazing app where you can shop for millions of closets across America. I'm telling you, they have everything. Burberry, Louis Vuitton, Abercrombie, Syracuse gear, throwback Syracuse gear, throwback anything gear, old sports jerseys, jackets, starter jackets, whatever you want. Not only can you buy things, you can also sell things. I happen to know a guy who may have about 100 wrestling shirts that his wife might want him to start selling. Hmm. Shipping is easy for both the seller and the buyer. It's super fast shipping. And if you see something you want, you can make the seller an offer. I love this app. I'm telling you, Maniacs, you will too. The best part is just for being a Challenge Maniac, you get $5 off your first Poshmark purchase. 
Just enter the invite code CHALLENGEMANIA when you sign up. So download the Poshmark app if you haven't already, but remember, I gave you a second to do so, so you better have done it. But if you haven't yet, download it now. Use the invite code CHALLENGEMANIA and you get $5 off your first purchase. They carry things for women, men, and children. I'm telling you, you will like this app. You will get clothing mania just like we are Challenge Mania. All right. All right. That was a little corny. All right. Back to our guest. Here we go. Um, so, yeah, look, I, I, I see what you're saying. Here's what I'll say with this. And I want to preface this that I wish she had split the money. I'm with you. I like Hunter just as much as you do. I will say, though, in the same vein as when Johnny did it, when it comes to Ashley, this was an on brand decision. Like, you know, there's people online, they're tweeting me this or tweeting me that. Oh, I hate Ashley. Oh, Ashley just lost a fan. I don't buy that. I don't believe it. I think that Ashley has played a certain game on this show in past seasons on this season. And this was an on-brand decision. It was an easy one for her to make, just like it was an easy one for Johnny to make. And I'm with you. I think Hunter needed to try a little harder to not make it as easy as it was come decision-making time for Ashley. Well, well, well said. Well said. Yeah. Well said. Um, I mean, we, the, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we can go on and on. Yeah. We, we do have to, to yeah, we have to run. I just want to ask this one question also from Annie. We'll both answer very quickly. She says, which final was harder champs versus stars, three vendettas or the final reckoning. I'll tell you what, the one I enjoyed the most and the one I had no problems with, and this might have been just expectation-wise because of the show it was on, I like the Champs versus Stars 3 final the best out of the three of these. The Vendettas one had that annoying basement card game with Johnny and the whole taking the swords out of the thing. I, you know, I, didn't, I didn't love that one visually. This one I thought was fine visually, but as we know, a lot of controversy. I like that Champs versus, three, uh, Champs versus Stars 3 final, and it's a shame it looks like we're not getting one of those as a stopgap filler here in between seasons. But what say you, D? What final to you do you think was the hardest or which one did you like the best? I, I like the way that Chance of the Stars one looked, too. Uh, it definitely looked like, uh, you know, fighting through the rain, uh, you know, the mud. Uh, we got Tony Time winning the Intercontinental Championship, coming from behind, you know, you know push it, pushing the big guy, pushing the big guy through the mud, getting him there. And then uh, having the team that we wanted to win, win, I feel like. So, um, yeah, and it did look a little bit more, you know, rough, you know. So, but then again, we weren't there. We don't know. Uh, and hopefully the contestants, the competitors, uh, the challenge, uh, I, was, I want to call them maniacs, but I guess they are kind of challenge maniacs. They are challenge maniacs. We're all yeah. a bunch of challenge maniacs. We are. Um, uh, yeah. Let's let's say goodbye. Thank you guys so much uh, for uh, for sticking with us all year. Um, this episode obviously is hitting the patrons this weekend. It's hitting iTunes early this week to give you guys a taste. Later this week, we will have our one-year anniversary episode, and then we promise we are going to hit the ground running, folks. We're going to try to get as many sides of this thing as we can, talk to as many of the finalists and as many of the people who are on the final reckoning from start to finish as possible. I know we have some earlier cast member exits we haven't even got to we want to have veronica on especially since the the um some of the comments she made this week weighing in on the final but we'd love to talk to our new winner ashley we'd love to talk to our co-winner hunter we'd love to talk to paulie and natalie we obviously always love to have marie rhoda on the show we're gonna get tony time on the show to shed some light on that final elimination that him and johnny had 
with uh, Natalie and Pauly and some controversy there. Pauly Calafiore is always one of our favorite guests. We'll have Natalie back on as well. We want to talk to everybody, and that will come hand-in-hand with a ton of legends of uh, challenges past as well. We cannot wait to start digging into Season 33. Hopefully we get a cast announcement soon for that. We've got a two-part CT wedding special. D, I feel like you might be able to loan a little bit of inside info once we start covering that, (coughs) seeing as that you were a guest on hand. We see your name in those press releases. So, happy Thanksgiving, a belated one to everybody. I know we really? wished you guys one early. In the press release? Yeah, they mentioned it in People Magazine. It says, yeah, and, and this guest was here, and Derek Kaczynski was seen wearing an Armani suit. Now, it doesn't mention your, your clothing, but it does, uh, it does mention your mohawk. No, it doesn't mention that either. But it does say you were there. People Magazine. Go look it up. Um, all right, D, thank you so much. I will be on a plane for the early part of this week, but we're going to come back with a very special one-year anniversary episode that our patrons will know about, um, but it's a really fun one. It'll be sort of a year retrospective. We'll have many a special guest. More on that later. And then as as Dee mentioned, Tony time coming your way soon. Hopefully we'll have Joss, Sylvia, every person that you'd want to hear from. Guys, that's, that's what we've built over this past year, and we hope we can keep it going, is giving you guys the voices that you want to hear from in this challenge space. So Thank you so much to our patrons. Patreon.com slash Challenge Mania. No better time to become a patron than right now. Uh, consider becoming a Maniac patron, and you will get our deep dives into the CT wedding special, the reunion, season 33, whatever they end up calling that, um, and everything that uh, is in the future here. We do a Meet the Patrons podcast series where we interview one of you. We do even more special podcasts where we invite you guys on. There's a ton of special perks and uh, limited edition swag, all that stuff. Special contest, challengemania.shop. We have a Black Friday slash Small Business Saturday slash Cyber Monday sale going on on Heavyweight Tees, $24.95. Go and support your favorites. What else we got, D? Challenge Mania Live Show is going to hit the ground running in 2019. Don't have any dates. Don't have any locales for you. But we know they're going to be fun. And, uh, yeah. Are they already playing Christmas music over in the States? They don't They do not do that out here too much. But um, how is it? Normally that kicks in like the day right after Thanksgiving. Have you heard, uh, oh, the weather outside yeah. is yeah, weather. Bro. You get some of that? Oh, oh quick yeah. shout out. Oh, yeah. Quick shout out. Yesterday. Quick shout-out to our boy Davey Rickenbacker on Survivor, David versus Goliath, who came and hung out with us in Atlanta. Davey has had a great – I finally caught up on these two episodes as well um, over here in New Zealand. The last two weeks, the Davids have taken over David versus Goliath. Davey pulling out his idol and using it during Tribal Council to send home my man Johnny Hennigan slash Johnny Nitro slash Johnny Mundo. The Miz's old tag team partner, John Morrison, is, was on the season wow. of Survivor. And he made it halfway through, he, and he just got eliminated via our boy, Davey Rickenbacker. And, wow. then they, and then the Davids again pulling out some advantages the following week to take home the other heavy hitter on the D- Goliath side, a guy who had two idols in his pocket at one point, Dan. He actually used his idol, but Davey's man Carl used an idol nullifier. I know this makes absolutely no sense to you guys, but our Survivor... Uh, maniacs and patrons wanted me to comment on it. It's been an awesome two episodes of this uh, season that I just caught up on. It's been an awesome season. We have a really fun contest going on over at our Patreon site, I should mention, where at the beginning of the season, uh, we we did a random order of drafting, and then everyone just picked one uh, Survivor member that represents them in the season, and whoever wins, that person is going to win some Challenge Mania swag. So we're getting down to the needy-greedy here. I think there's 10 people left or something like that. Um, So uh, some folks still in that contest. Our fantasy football season is coming to an end. We will uh, know who's in the playoffs, I believe, in a week or two here. Um, 
And there will be six teams, I believe, competing in the playoffs that will windle down to four and then windle down to two. And then uh, and then finally, we will have one winner and that winner's charity will get the entire prize pot and they will also get some Challenge Mania swag to sweeten the deal. Awesome things going on at the Patreon, patreon.com slash challenge mania. We want to send a big thank you to our sponsors, Brooklyn. And remember, $20 off plus free shipping. Go to brooklinen.com and you can use the code mania. We have a really exciting new sponsor that I mentioned at the top of the show on your own.org slash mania. Go and learn more. There are free resource that will empower you to make better financial decisions. And I can tell you one financial decision that's a good one to make challengemania.shop. sale on heavyweight tees. As always, a big thanks to Poshmark, where you get $5 off your first order. Just use the code CHALLENGEMANIA. All right, D, I'm getting on a plane, not this second. I'm getting on a helicopter this second, but getting on a plane in a few days to come back to the States, and uh, we'll have more Challenge Mania for you guys, starting with our one-year anniversary, November 29th, folks. It's been a great year. Yeah. Happy belated Thanksgiving. Happy uh, holidays in December, and uh, safe travels to you, Scott. Thank you, brother. All and, the uh, best. Watch out for those yetis, bro. Congrats to everyone who made that challenge final, and congrats to Hunter and Ashley with an extra congrats to Ashley. Um, yeah, well done. That's all I'll say. Well done. Million Dollars buys a lot of heavyweight tees over at ChallengeMania.shop. All right, buddy. I'll talk to you. All right, later. Later.